Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are ramping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't touch that dial. There's excitement galore coming up in the next hour when you'll hear... Hello. ...during another exciting episode of Chicken Man. He's everywhere! He's everywhere! The most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the sacred word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on November 21st, 1951. Now, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is tree. T-R-E-E. Really? You bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. Have you seen? Did you ride? Did you drive a new DeSoto? Hurry up and do it now at your dealers today. It's designed for you and your budget, too. It's the 1952 DeSoto. It's here. Yes, it's here. The new 1952 DeSoto is now on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Be sure to see this beautiful new car. Listen for further details later in this program. And here he is, the one, the only... Never heard of him. Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. Uh, Mr. Fetterman, who's supposed to try for the $1,000? Well, we invited some architects to the program tonight. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. Walter Hagedome. His partner is a young woman from our audience, Miss Sheila Crystal. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Now, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Miss uh, Sheila Crystal. And uh, Mr. Walter Hagedome? Hagedome. Hag- Hagedome. You're an architect? Yes, I'm an architect. Where are you from? Mason City? No, I'm from uh, Petaluma, California. Where? Petaluma, California, the world's egg basket. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, I ought to have been born there. I've laid many of them. <laughs> Miss uh, Sheila Crystal? That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, may, may I ask your age? 25. 25. What part of Ireland are you from, Sheila? It's my mother who was born in Ireland. I'd narrowly missed being born in New Haven, Connecticut, but I was born in London instead. In London, Connecticut? No, London, New London, England. Oh, London, England. Uh-huh. Huh? 
is, uh, would you say that she, as an architect now speaking, would you say that she's early American, modern, or rambling? <laughs> well, I, I'd say she was modern with uh, maybe some early American influence. <laughs> Is that uh, true, Sheila? <laughs> It'll do. <laughs> well, now, why would I need an architect? Why can't I just go to a builder and tell him to build me a house? Uh, well, Hagedorn? you could. Uh, I'd love to say that name, Hagedorn, Hagedorn, Hagedorn. Uh, you could go to a builder, but if you want a real home to suit your needs, you should go to an architect, because behind every real home, there's an architect. <laughs> Times have certainly changed since I was a lad. That certainly wasn't what you'd find behind every home. Man. You'd find a chicken coop, that's what you'd find. I fooled you, didn't I? You ought to be ashamed of yourself, all of you. Now, uh... Well, Sheila, every girl has plans for a dream house. Uh, would you give us some idea of, of what you'd like? Well, I think in an early American salt box type of house. I, <laughs> I lived in one box? in New Jersey. and uh, You lived in a salt box? <laughs> it's a salt box type of house. Oh. It's early American. Yeah. Of course, it would have to have plenty of space behind it for kennels. Why, uh, Sheila? I have a pair of Rhodesian Ridgebacks. Is that so? Well, if you keep your mouth shut, nobody will notice it. <laughs> Just what is a Rhodesian Ridgeback? Uh, it's a lion dog. A what? A lion dog. Well, I'm a lion dog myself. <laughs> what do you mean, lion dogs? You mean they're always lying under the stove? No, they, they, uh, they hunt lions. They, they hunt lions in, in New Jersey? No, in South Africa. Oh. You they... live in New Jersey and you send them over to South Africa? No, you've got me completely wrong. I live in California. You just told me you lived in a salt box in, in New Jersey. You were born in Connecticut and you hunt in Africa. <laughs> Kid, you certainly get around. It's confusing, isn't it? Oh, it's devastating. Would you mind amplifying this a little more? About the dogs? About anything. I don't care. <laughs> My standards are low. I don't care what we discuss. <laughs> well, they... Tell us about the lion dogs. Well, they hunt in packs of about half a dozen of them, and they have, they're noted for their ability to scent a lion about an, a mile away, and uh, they bay him out of hiding, and they, they uh, hold him for the huntsman's coup de grace. Oh. Well, a huntsman without a coup de grace is nothing, huh? <laughs> I don't see how they can get around without one. <laughs> Do these dogs ever get into trouble? They have no lions to chase around here. Do they keep in practice by chasing the milkman or iceman? Well, so far, they've been quite well behaved over here, but I can remember an instance in South Africa where Chaka rather was hmm? beyond the pale. Chaka, that's the Chaka? name of the, of the dog, yes. He was beyond the pale? What do you mean? He was thirsty and he... <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but um, he kept two honeymooners out of the hotel by um, barking when they tried to open the door and they had to stay out till about three o'clock in the morning when I came to rescue them. <laughs> Very funny. 
Chaka is really a dirty dog. <laughs> well, this has been most interesting, and if I ever want to build a dog house, I'll consult both of you. <laughs> now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. Right now, I want you to hear something of real importance. Have you seen? Did you ride? Did, Did you, you drive a new DeSoto? Hurry up. Do it now at your dealers today. It's designed for you and your budget too. It's the 1952 DeSoto. It's here. Yes, it's here. The new, the 1952 DeSoto is now on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Across the nation this week, Folks everywhere are getting their first ride in the beautiful new 1952 DeSoto. You'll be thrilled when you step through those big wide doors and see how roomy a car can be. Inside, you sit naturally. You relax in seats that are chair high. Yes, the 1952 DeSoto brings you a whole host of wonderful features. Features like Auraflow shock absorbers to help give you one of the smoothest rides you've ever known. Waterproof ignition to give you sure starts, even in the dampest weather. To protect your family in case of blowouts, famous safety rim wheels. The new, the 1952 DeSoto is designed for you and your budget, too. See the new 1952 DeSoto. It's now on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. All right, now let's see how you work it together as a team. George, I explain the rules. All right, you bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show. Is that uh, clear, Mr. Hagedorn? Hagedorn, Hagedorn. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected nursery rhymes. Here's your first question. How much are you going to bet? 18. 15, I think we'll be conservative. Let's make it 18. Oh, no, let's make it 18. I think we'll make it 15. 15? 15. This is a woman's world we're living in, Mr. Haggard. We don't want to put all of his eggs in one basket. (laughs) You're betting $15. Where did Peter keep his his wife? In a pumpkin. In a pumpkin. In a pumpkin. In a pumpkin shell is right. Well, you're off to a good start. You have $35. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the $35 will you bet on your second question? 32 uh, well, Let's make it 30 hmm? Well, I got okay. the last one. You get okay. this one. Thank you. <laughs> Why don't you alternate and decide on how much you're going to bet? No. All right, you're going for $1,000. You're going to bet uh, $30 this time. How old was the uh, How old was the peas porridge in the pot? You know. Nine days old. Nine days old is right. <laughs> You're climbing, you have $65. I think Hagedorn has been building kitty coops. <laughs> Here's your third question. How much will you bet? 62. 62. Who kissed the girls and made them cry? So. Georgie Porgy. Georgie Porgy is right. <laughs> you now have $127. All right, and here's your last chance to be the other couples. How much will you bet? Um, let's make it 100. Let me come up with something. <laughs> All, right. All right, here we go for $100. A hundred dollars. Who runs through the town in his nightshirt, rapping at windows? Wee Willie Winky. Wee Willie Winky is right. <laughs> and you wind up with a grand total of two hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Thank you very much. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. We have a tailor and a housewife now, Groucho, and here they are, Mr. Richard R. McIntosh and Mrs. Catherine George. Meet Groucho Marx. 
Welcome to your bet your life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Miss, <laughs> Mrs. Catherine George, uh, you're the housewife. Uh, where are you from, Mrs. George? I'm from Macedonia, Greece. You're from Greece? Mm-hmm. Oh. George doesn't sound like a Greek name. Are, are you married to gorgeous George? Oh, no. It's Georgeopolis. His name is Georgeopolis, but I just dropped the Opolis. <laughs> did the same thing. She was really Minneapolis. <laughs> and I had an Indian uncle named Indianopolis. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. What sort of work does your husband do? <laughs> A restaurant man. But of course, oh. he's retired now. He's retired? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have any children? Oh, yes. Five children and seven grandchildren. How did, how did you meet your husband? Uh... Well, my husband was a uh, captain. I'll call you the... Sheila, huh? Uh, call me anyway, anything you want. I'll call you Catherine. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't um, that right? Yes, Catherine, Catherine yes. Katerina. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband was a captain of the Greek Army. He uh, passed by my hometown, you know. I come from a very small town in Macedonia. And he says, the first minute he set eyes on me, he fell in love with me. Well, that's understandable. I can understand So, that. he proposed to me. The next day, he came back and he says, I want to marry you. Would you marry me? I said, so always... soon? I just met you. Well, he says, I am an army man. I got to do things in a hurry. <laughs> so um, I said, well, can you give me a few minutes to think about it? <laughs> and he says, well, you can think all you want. He didn't even think, you know. He just kept talking about all the adventures we were going to have in the war. He was going to take me to war, mind you. <laughs> and uh, I was only 16 then. So the first day we were mari- uh, met, the second day we were engaged, and the third day we were married. And the fourth day, he took me to war. <laughs> and you know how, Mr. Mark? He put me in a trunk. Believe it or not. And uh, he put the trunk in a big truck, you know. And up I went in the boat. You know how they lifted with the winch? Yeah. There I went. There was a winch in the winch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, the winch in the winch. I don't know what For two weeks. For two weeks. You were I... in the trunk? No. The first day I was in the trunk. It's a fine honeymoon, alone in the trunk. Honeymoon, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You didn't know you were going to go through all this when he proposed to you, huh? Well, uh, no. He didn't tell me that I was going to go in the trunk because if I had to do that again, I wouldn't do it now. <laughs> Greek officer or not Greek officer? You're absolutely right. <laughs> now, uh, but Mr. I was only sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> You're not much older, not much older now, Mrs. George. Oh yeah. <laughs> you look like about nineteen now. <laughs> Thank you. And very, very, very cute. Now, Thank Mr. Richard uh, McIntosh, thats a Scotch name, isn't it? That's right. And then you're Scotch, huh? That's right, too. Uh, are you a quarter or a fifth? <laughs> <laughs> what part of Scotland are you from, Mac? Ogden, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Ogden was in South America. Eh? I think he is. I had a letter from him a couple of days ago. A fellow named Ogden, Utah. He lives in South America now. You wouldn't believe that, would you? Well, it sounds incredible. Certainly does. <laughs> Maybe it was in Central America. I'm not sure. You're a, you're a Schneider? A, a tailor? That's right. 
That's kind of a curious business for a Scot, isn't it? Well, I don't think so. There are a great many Scotch tailors. Is that so? They cut the cloth real short, I suppose. Huh? <laughs> are, are you married? Oh, yes. Oh, you've been to the cleaners already, huh? Where do you work, Mac? Well, I work several places. Uh, we have a store in Seattle, one at San Francisco, and our main store here in Hollywood. Oh, I see. And wh what is your job at this establishment? Well, I'm uh, in charge of the general uh, tailoring and uh, general manager. Oh, you stand around and needle the tailors? Is that what you do? That's what you have to do in this business. Now, suppose I find myself in your shop for a suit of clothes. Now, what happens first? Well, the salesman greets you. No, I've already been greeted by your salesman. He just pulled me in off the sidewalk. <laughs> Well, now suppose you don't happen to have the style suit I'm interested in. That's impossible because we have all style suits. Good, good. Happens I'm interested in a diving suit. <laughs> well, we, you have me there. Plus, I go to I go to many dives later in the evening. <laughs> well, you're an interesting couple, and my advice is if you want the very best in values. Visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. All right. There we go. Now, let's see how high you can. You're, now you're going to play your bet your life for a chance. A $1,000 question. You run your $20 no more than our other couples. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but Georgeopolis, uh, Georgeopolis, uh, Fenneman is going to remind our listeners. The architect and the lady with the dogs won $227. Georgeopolis. Is somebody else by this name here? Oh, there are... <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Oh, no. <laughs> this town is loaded with Georgeopolis. <laughs> Did you meet Mrs. George? How do you do? This is Georgeopolis, Panama. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected names taken from occupations. Now, how much are you going to bet? You have $20. Oh, well, let's start easy. Uh, how about $10? All right, $10. Many years ago, surnames were derived from occupations. These are some of the more common names used today. We'll describe the occupation, and you give me the name. Here's your first question. You're going to bet $10. What do you call a man who cooks breads and cakes? There must be no question about that. A baker. A baker is right. <laughs> You now have $30. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much is the $30? Will you bet on your second question? $20. 20 uh, $20. $20. A man who makes casks or barrels is called what? What did you say, barrel? Barrels or casks? Wine casks? Well, I'm sorry, your time is up, kids. Uh, the answer is uh, Cooper. All right, now here's your third question. Drop down to $10. You have $10. How much of the 10 are you going to bet? Well, let's go a little higher. Now. That's $8. $8. What do you call a man who makes beer? A brewer. A brewer, a brewer, a brewer. is right. <laughs> well, now you have $18. Now you're climbing again. Is your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 18 will you bet? Well, let's bet 16 how about 16, so we still have... 16, so we'll have two left. Two if we... When, well, we have more. We're not going to lose. <laughs> All right. 16 is it. All right. What do you call a builder of wooden structures? Uh, carpenter. 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 A carpenter, a carpenter is right, huh? <laughs> and you wind up with $34. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. 
We have a young couple about to be married, Groucho. They were chosen from our studio audience from among several engaged couples here tonight. Uh, Miss Jackie Lervold, Mr. Peter Hamburger. Come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and win $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Um, let's see now. Jackie uh, Lervold, is that right? Levold, yes. Levold. Uh, how, how old are you, Jackie? Eighteen. Eighteen, huh? You're pretty young to be eighteen, aren't you? <laughs> and uh, Peter Hamburger, uh, what is your age? I'm twenty-one. Twenty-one. Well, mm-hmm. it's the oldest hamburger I've ever seen. <laughs> Although I've been to many drive-ins where they were around nineteen. <laughs> where are you from, Pete? I'm from Amsterdam, Holland. Oh, you're from Holland? Mm-hmm, yes. Oh, I didn't know they had hamburgers in Holland. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Jackie, what is your hometown? Everett, Washington. It's just north of Seattle. Oh. Are, are you married? No, not yet, but I plan to be. You, you're going to be? Well, congratulations. Uh, are you married, Pete? Uh, no. <laughs> I know you haven't had uh, much time to form a definite opinion, Jackie, but uh, what do you think of this young man? He is my fiancé. I'm going to marry him. Oh, really? Well, this is the shortest romance I've ever heard of. <laughs> well, in that case, you have my permission to get married. Eh? Congratulations to both of you. Have you got a job, Pete? Yes. What, what do you do? I'm assistant manager at the Lowe's State Theater downtown. Assistant manager at Lowe's State Theater? And Jackie, yes. uh, are you working? Yes, I'm an usher at the Lowe's State Theater. <laughs> Oh, well, how did you two get together? <laughs> you must see a lot of movies, don't you, Jackie? Do you have any preference? What kind do you like best? Well, I like them all, but on the job, I think I like the bad ones. Because the good ones always stay so long, you've got to keep watching them all the time. <laughs> That's a curious reaction, huh? <laughs> Incidentally, do they send you girls to a special school to learn how to send six people in a row where there's only four seats? <laughs> You pick this up yourself. <laughs> a good usherette wouldn't do that. I guess not. A good usherette would let them find their own seats. <laughs> Who's your favorite actor, uh, Jackie? Uh, Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart, eh? Yes. How about you, Pete? My favorite actor? Mm. Gary Grand. Who? Gary Grand. You mean Cary Cooper, don't you? <laughs> Gary Crimp. I can't even say it myself. <laughs> uh, do you know what you're up against getting married in times like these, Pete? Yeah, I believe I do. Then why aren't you beating it for Amsterdam? <laughs> Jackie, is Pete uh, jealous? For example, would he mind if, if I kissed you? Just a little peck, you know. Sort of a Gregory peck. <laughs> I don't know you'd ask him. Pete, can I kiss your girlfriend? I'd rather you wouldn't. What about a, just a small kiss I, for a buck? Five bucks? No. Ten bucks? Ten dollars, Pete? Is that the... Uh... Highest you go? (laughs) 
That's as high as I'll go and that's as low as I'll go. Eh? Well, you're a charming couple and I know you'll have a long and happy life together in the lobby of Low State. Now you're going to play your bet your life. Beat our other couples and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is Georgeopolis is going to remind our listeners. The architect and the lady with the dogs are leading with $227. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected Latin songs as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Ten. $10. All right. Let's see if you can give me the name of this Latin song. Okay, Jerry. What's the answer? I didn't think. Oh, uh, you should have known this. It's the peanut vendor. You sell them in the no. lobby, don't you? No. You have ten dollars. Remember, you're going for a thousand dollars tonight. How much of the ten dollars you're going to bet this time? Five. Five dollars. Give me the title of this song. Play, Jerry. I'm sorry, it's Perfidia. All right, well, that's a shame. You have $5 now. $5. This won't do. You can't get married on $5. Here's your third question. Now, how much are you going to bet of the five? $2.50. Okay. $2.50. $2.50. $2.50. All right, what is the name of this Latin song? El Rancho Grande. You now have $7.50. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. You have $7.50. Now, well, how much are you going to bet? All of it, okay. All right, shoot the works. What's the name of this song? Brazil. Brazil. Brazil is right. Yeah. They wound up with $15, and that means that the architect and the lady with the dogs with $227 in just one minute get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. Every day in every state in the Union, thousands upon thousands of motorists take their cars for service where they see the famous sign of better service the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Skilled mechanics who know your car like a book locate and repair trouble quickly. They're aided, of course, by the most modern tools and equipment. Equipment that assures you of a faster job, a better job, a job that saves you money. These DeSoto Plymouth mechanics have been trained in factory methods. This training, plus their years of actual on-the-job experience, assures you of trouble-free driving for miles and miles and miles. So, for a fair and square deal every time, look for the familiar sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer and be sure of a top service job at a price that's fair. Every day, everywhere, thousands upon thousands of motorists 
take their cars for service to DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Here's the architect and the lady with the dogs, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question, Groucho. Now, uh, you can buy a couple of extra lion dogs, you know, if you win this. <laughs> Here we go for $1,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully, and please, no help from the audience. Here it is. Ready? Yes. Got your thinking caps on? Mm-hmm. Children of all ages have known and loved the stories of King Arthur. Let's see how good your memory is. For $1,000, tell me, what was the name of the legendary city where King Arthur held his court? All right, what's the answer you two have decided upon? If you don't know, take a stand. I'm sorry, no. The, uh... It's, it's Camelot, C-A-M-E-L-O-T. Oh. All I could think of was Mort Arthur. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, you lost the big money, but they won how much? $227 in the quiz. $227. That's not too bad for an evening's work. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank you. Tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See the 1952... DeSoto! Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. A minute for safety beats a month for repairs. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. In our last very exciting episode, the wonderful white winged warrior zipped up backwards in his chicken suit and imprisoned as the evil creature King Capon was at last released from the ultimate security cell. Thank you, Miss Helfinger, for explaining the situation to them. I thought my mission here in London had come to an end. It never really began. Well, now I can really begin. Now you can begin to prove to them that you're capable of carrying out your mission. I don't understand. 
They know I'm the wonderful white-winged warrior chicken man, don't they? They know only one thing. You were zippered in your chicken suit backwards. Miss Helfinger, a worldwide wicked agent did that to me. I told them that. I mean it could happen to anyone. And they know a lot of people it couldn't happen to. Name one. Batman, Superman, hop along. Now, hold on. I saw a movie one time where Gene Opry jumped on his horse backwards. That was Al Fuzzy St. John. Well, he was my favorite. And what's going to happen now? They want you to take a test. A test? Yes. Oh, you mean a test wherein I will prove my skill, cunning, bravery, and know-how. That's right. Think you can do it? Yes, but of course. When do I begin? Right now. All right, Inspector, you may come in. Fine, thank you. Winged warrior, this is Dr. Raven. How do you do, Dr. Raven? And what part will you play in my forthcoming test? Very simple, Winged Warrior. I will ask you to face the thing you dread more than anything in the world. The thing I dread more than... Doctor, there just isn't any such thing. Nothing. You mean nothing you wish to think of because the thoughts are so painful. Doctor, I tell you there is nothing. Nothing in the whole world I'm afraid of. Well, we must explore your subconscious. Where it is hidden. Now, just how are you going to do that? With the truth serum. Oh, okay, let's have the serum. Well, of course, please, please. And let me prove to you that I'm completely without fear of any... What are you going to do with the big needle? It's a hypodermic needle. What for? The truth serum. For what? For injection. You mean I'm going to get a shot? Now, Winged Warrior. I'm not doing it, no. Winged Warrior. I don't like shots, and I'm not going to do it. No, no, no. Winged Warrior, come off that desk. I'm not coming down. I'm not going to do it. Shots hurt. And I'm not going to get a shot. None. Never. Well, it's obvious our hero will not be able to prove his skill, cunning, and bravery know-how. And another thing. A real, honest-to-goodness hero shouldn't want a shot anyway. Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I will say that I have a certain preference for a woman that speaks the Queen's English. I just adore that accent. And I was so glad they won so I could hear her again. But how do they get that final question wrong? And that final couple, I swear I've heard them before. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and to find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For I Love Old Time Radio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.